Welcome to Machine Learning. <clears throat> Why Watson will never be Jarvis. Now, I just got done watching Iron Man 2 and it's really quite amazing how Jarvis can almost anticipate or react to the things that um, Tony Stark needs. He's the personality is the right type, and it the machine is capable of understanding almost at a cognitive level. I would say yes, definitely at a cognitive level. Uh, physics theory, mechanical design, general operation task of a company, and. It's like Tony Stark's best friend, you know. Happy is there to provide um, assistance, but Happy isn't as intelligent as Jarvis. Jarvis is almost like having multiple personality types capable of doing different tasks, you know, like uh, uh, day-to-day operations, mechanical ordering of parts but it can do things like um, scan the city of tomorrow so he you know the key to the future is in the map so he's t- Tony Stark says uh, ask him to, to scan the uh, scan the object so Jarvis runs a, a 3d scan over the the map and then Tony is making all kinds of gestures and I don't know if these were gestures that he had programmed or taught Jarvis but Jarvis seems to understand what the different gestures mean and is capable of processing it and and, uh, displaying the new element that Tony is trying to build he's trying to build a new element for his uh, arc reactor, which is an interesting play on cold fusion. So the, the cold fusion arc reactor. And uh, he needs a new new uh, element besides platinum to power it. Uh, because the platinum is poison in his body. And the question is, is well... How can, why can't we create generalized intelligence systems? And the answer is we don't have the programming. We don't have the power. We don't have the intellect. And we don't have the programming necessary to, to run a generalized intelligence algorithm. We, uh, instead, we, we follow what we call narrow AI, which is things like taking multiple inputs and recognizing multiple outputs. So if I'm driving along the road, I can recognize I see trees, people, uh, telephone poles. I see the, the road, the, the road divider, uh, trash cans, mailboxes, a car in front of me that's stopped, signaling left. I, I, I have to identify lots of patterns while I'm driving. 
but that's still narrow AI. Uh, and so you could say, well, it's calculating uh, what the possible routes are. It knows the, the direction I, I need to go. And uh, it's uh, creating trajectory lines on the possible routes and, and you know, making sure that it's driving on the right side of the road. So there, it's more of a conversation that's going on between the machine and the, and the person. But it's very specific to the task at hand, which is getting from point A to point B. It's not coming up with... Jarvis is not coming up with a new way to drive a vehicle from point A to point B, or even uh, attempting possibly to modify the vehicle so it's now um, a air airplane car. So you look at Jar- Jarvis, and then you look at Watson. Watson costs about three hundred million dollars to build. Uh, most of its uh, information was taken from the web. It has a complex semantic network, and it stores stored large portions of what it knew in memory for fast recall and in the competition. And it was able to understand human language and jargon. They had to program that in, and it one point it was able to respond in the as well as the 90 percentile so 90 percentile of the question in the questions that were asked it could um, answer correctly the group that the 90 percentile group that was in the top percent could answer and when they realized that it was at that level of ability then they knew that they had an algorithm that would do very well in Jeopardy and uh, (coughs) they were able to (coughs) uh, win more times than than not and so eventually Watson ended up winning Jeopardy but Watson's been doing lots of different things with uh, with its uh, neural net and uh, programming algorithms, monitoring AI uh, at the IoT, maybe even coming up with uh, some new trend analysis and also uh, handling flow of information. But now for Watson, they have a conscience, maybe come up with new theories, uh, put together old theorems, and then solve problems. It's just not there. I don't see its capability, and I haven't read about any capability where um, it can problem solve without human supervision and uh, the resulting ideas or systems that is producing are superior to human systems but it does uh, it, it does pr- propose a fascinating concept um, one which uh, I, I thought was interesting is when I watched war games 
and they had the the war operation planning machine, the WO the WOPR. Kind of remind me of the IBM 360 or or uh, uh, Forge 790, the higher hard iron IBM machine, and it was, but IBM machines were not based on uh, biological systems; they were based on languages. IBM had an operating system language um, that you could control for the 360 and you could program uh, originally in a programmable language and and later with COBOL and, R- and RPG. RPG was actually uh, not so much a programming language as it was a kind of a procedural language but it greatly reduced the amount of time to write uh, code. You were able to build screens, chain out to the database, connect, and do paging on the on the screens. Um, but it was not like COBOL in the sense of of uh, a object oriented programming language. Well, then you then then you saw the uh, creation of other languages that were object-oriented. Uh, you had the invention of C, C++, Java, and uh, you see the introduction of the object-oriented languages and lots of code. And uh, But the machines were not generating these code. It was humans that were generating the code. There was there are four generation four generation case tools, um, and and they did generate templates and some code, but the code was uh, uh, more procedural like code. It wasn't actually uh, d- taking definitions and requirements, and then putting together functional lines of code to achieve those objectives. It was more of a tool which allowed you to visually drag and drop objects and then connect modules uh, to those interfaces in the form of functions in the usage of a case tool that then took those lines of code and logic and uh, mapped that to Java functions and JavaScript and HTML and produced uh, a larger code set. So it was more of trans uh, of mapping one language into another. So you would take uh, this 4GL high-level language like Visual Basic or Python, and then it would map down to like a lower level language like Java, or possibly even C. Uh, and so the the idea of code generation, there was a very controlled, very discreet, but it was not 
being maintained by the machine or modified by the machine. And whereas the Jarvis and the Watson, Watson doesn't have that capability, but Jarvis did. He he could he could understand when Tony was talking about and uh, visualizing a, a new element. He could understand what was being configured in the 3D objects and by the hand gestures. And he said, you've discovered a new element. But uh, it was interesting when, when Tony Stark puts the new element into his uh, power unit and it says that uh, the computer says that it accepts the power unit, he, uh, he has to interface with that new power source and uh, Watts or Jarvis doesn't know how to predict whether or not that will be safe. He doesn't say, no, don't do that. So there were things that even Jarvis didn't know. And instead of urging caution or, or refusing cooperation, uh, it just remained quiet. So it's interesting that uh, how machines can do tasks that we think that are only human beings are capable of. I, I remember when Mathematica first came out, and uh, I had been taking algebra and and calculus and linear algebra, and uh, I had been introduced to Mathematica, and uh, we had done some processing and were showing how to, you know, set up some equations and plot the equations. And it was really amazing to watch uh, Mathematica work. It was it was better than a calculator. I'd had an HP calculator where I was able to program it and graph things and uh, solve for unknowns. But it almost seemed like it was intelligent because I would run these long calculus equations with uh, integrals, work it out. Sometimes, you know, they take several pages of of uh, substitution and reduction and applying different uh, rules of mathematics to figure out how to make it work. And then I put it into Mathematica and it would give me an answer. And I found that really Amazing, almost like it was intelligent. And so I started thinking, you know, it's almost like uh, the Wizard of Oz. When you get an answer that you're expecting and, uh, you know, you, you it doesn't sound like a highly generalized answer, but it sounds like a specific answer, you call that answer intelligent. 